Hey everyone, welcome to Chad Zumok's favorite podcast, Carl's Creepy Crew, or as we call it, The Creep Off. Anyways, the rules here are very simple. Each one of these guys brings in a creep based on a theme, then you go over to the subreddit and you vote for whoever you like the most or whoever brought the best creep. After five losses, the loser spins the dread wheel of consequences, which has funny consequences, such as jumping into an icy lake or having Chad Zumok on your podcast. Twice. Last week was Black Friday week, and our very own Discount Louie Anderson brought in a couple that proved that snitches do get stitches. Meanwhile, Bargain Ben Anthony Cumia brought in a woman who spread <laughs> holiday cheer. And by holiday cheer, I mean she maced a bunch of people so she could buy an Xbox. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. Tucker, out. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Kmart Cumia. <laughs> Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Bring in the clowns. Vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host, Vinny, and joining me, it's Kmart Kumia himself. That's pretty funny. What's it's happening, hot. Vinny Paulino? Carla. How's it going, buddy? I'm good, man. I have a problem with one of the things that Tucker said in that intro. What part was that? He goes, um, you go to the subreddit, and then you vote for whoever you like the most or who brought the biggest creep. No, you vote for who brought the biggest creep. This isn't a popularity contest. It's not about who you like the most. It's not about who you want to have a slice of pizza with. It's about who on that episode brought the biggest creep. You know what I love about you saying that? What's that? I think it's that you assume that all the people who listen to the show like me more than you. Obviously. I think that uh, a lot of the people who listen to our show are extremely immature, and you look like a giant teddy bear that they just want to snuggle with at nighttime, and that's why you get votes. That's what I think is going on. I'm going to tell you something. If people that listen to this show want to snuggle with me, get the fuck away. Vinny hates being touched. I don't like <laughs> being touched it. by people very much. So, so let's just plant that seed because obviously everyone's going to see us at uh, BabbleCon. DabbleCon. Uh, DabbleCon is going to be the Opie show. Yeah, DabbleCon's Opie, Opie. That's later in the year. Yeah. DabbleCon, February 34th, WATPLive.com for tickets. If you come to that show, you will see Vinny and give him a big old hug. He loves that. He loves meeting the listeners and getting big hugs. If you, if you look at me and you say, Excelsior True Believers, you're going to have to hold Papa Bear back. You're getting a hug. <laughs> you're getting a hug. A big old bear hug from this guy. <laughs> okay, there you go. Now, folks, last week we talked about Black Friday, and we both presented creeps. And my creep was an American Eagle manager who murdered another American Eagle manager and tried to rob the place very poorly. Yeah. And your lady maced a bunch of people. To buy an Xbox for a reasonable price. Correct. Yes. Correct. So, uh, ladies- and you know what? I want to point something out because you're going to show the vote right now, and I know how this is going. Uh, good. Everyone acts like the creep that I brought is just a great mom 
who wanted to get an Xbox for her kids. But what about those 20 moms who didn't get an Xbox for their kids because they were maced in Walmart? Did you ever think about that yeah, scenario? Good, good mothers, good mothers, poor planners, I think is what you meant to say. Hey, All Carl. right, show the vote. Vinny with 108 to my 45. Oh, no. Please. Not even close. Not cool. True believers. Hey, Carl. Yes, buddy. Winhausen for the Winhausen. All right. Enjoy it. Thank you. That means it's two to one this round, and I am closer and closer to getting my Patreon money back. Oh, dude, you know what I did with uh, my Patreon money? Yeah, you probably bought from, Hard Seltzer. From our show, I played blackjack at the casino. Steel Panther was playing at Del Lago, so I went down there Friday <laughs> and uh, won $400 and then gave $900 back immediately. <laughs> So that's where the money's going, Vinny. But thanks. Yeah. It was fun. I had a I good could time. I have bought my wife something very nice, but okay. Uh, I'll let her know that you were thinking of her. <laughs> so if you want to support the show, and it's not the Patreon money, I do get a piece of this. You could get yourself a Krampus shirt. I got to get one of those. I'm going to get one. Those are cool. I got you covered, man. Oh, you do? Yeah, I got oh, you covered. I know someone. Sweet. Yeah, no problem. You're, you could get one. Excellent. But if you want one, you can visit htvkicksass.com until December 13th, and they are gone forever. They're going to be in the mail on their way to you by December 16th. So hopefully you can wear them around the Krampus tree this year. That is um, some of the best art I've seen Mint do, by the way. That's great. It really is a yeah. cool picture. It is good. It's kind of hard to see, but like on the little name tag, it says, To Hell from Krampus. It's kind of cute. That's cute. To hell. Yeah. There it is. All right, that means that it's time to Hold start on. today's round. Hold on, Vinny. Okay. You're forgetting something very important. Today is a holiday. Which holiday is that? It is Super Chat Monday. Oh! Happy Super Chat Monday, Vinny Paulino. You know Super Chat Monday. Yeah, I, I get down with this now. Super Chat Monday. Wow, happy Super Chat Monday. I feel like just a week ago it was Super Chat Monday. And here we are again on Super Chat Monday. Yep, we will read all of your Super Chats at the end of the show, so make them count. If there's one that's really funny, you can always interrupt the show and read it. I could as do it that. Comes in. I will, if you're really funny. Yeah. I'm actually going to... I don't see the Super Chats. I, I guess I could if I wanted to. I'll tell you what I did today, folks, for the first time ever. I'm actually keeping the chats really open here on this page so I can see them through the whole show. Oh, good. And I will take care of all of you great Super Chatters Guys, out there. fuck with Vinny. I don't see the Super Chats, but he does. So you have your marching orders. They don't listen to you. No, they don't. <laughs> Good point. You have no power here, sir. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, happy Super Chat Monday. Are you ready to start off our uh, creep off? I am certainly ready. Let's uh, discuss before we ring the bell. The category this week is soccer or football players. Yes. Well, you would call it a footballer. Creepiest footballer, a.k.a. creepiest soccer player. Okay. To us Americans. Okay. You ready to get into it? Carl, ring that bell. Let's go. All right, Carl. My creep's name is Brunan, Bruno Fernandez de Souza. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, in 2010, the guy's living the dream. He's a Brazilian soccer player. He just won a national championship on the most popular team in Brazil, Flamengo. No, that's a fun name. He was the team's star. He was the goalie, and he was the team captain. Okay. He's a good-looking dude. He was one of the most popular players in the country. There were talks about him going to play internationally as well as representing Brazil in the World Cup. By the way, being popular in Brazil means you probably have a pretty hot girlfriend. I'm going to point that out. 
Not the worst place to be when you're popular. He had to literally beat them away from him. Oh, gosh. Poor guy. Well, everything he was on top of the world, yeah. Carl, until he met Eliza Zamudio. Mm. Now, she sounds like a problem. I am putting him as my creep this week, All not right. her. All right, but, you know. I will say this. She did brag about having a relationship with Cristiano Ronaldo, mm-hmm. who's like one of the biggest soccer stars in the world, right? Correct. yep. I don't know much about that guy. And uh, the only thing I do know is this week when I was uh, Googling soccer players, do you know that he butt-raped a lady in a hotel? That I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. Also, did you know there's two Ronaldos that are star soccer players? Really? Yes. Shocking. Yes, from different countries. So you have to be careful when you're researching your Ronaldos. Yeah, I think it was Cristiano. Okay. I don't know. But I'll look it up. That sounds yeah. like a fun story. I'm surprised <laughs> it didn't make the, the scum stream Oh, today. it definitely. It, 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 it might make a scum parade. It would have made a scum parade if it had happened while the show was happening. This gotcha. was like years ago. Okay. So either way, they met at a teammate's home after a game. Bruno was married and had kids. But the two connected at the party and had an ongoing affair that lasted roughly three months. The party was reportedly a footballer's orgy. Oh, okay. That's a party. Now, in May of 2009, the Daily Mail reported that the Imagine par- going to an orgy and then having a girlfriend afterwards. That's gay. Hey, Carl. That's really gay. Super chat. Yeah. I love Cardiff Electric. He is so cool, unlike Carl. $2.79. Cents. Thank you, Cardiff Electric. That one's from Cardiff himself. Hold on it? a second. Hold on a second. I got a plan for Super Chat. Super Chat Monday. Okay. I'm right in the middle of my creep, but I'm going to make this fun. All right, we what's got your a, idea? We got a super chat. <laughs> you got a bell now? I got a bell. Okay, great. There was a bell in the hallway. I just stole it. Okay, so she got knocked up after the pair had sex, and apparently the condom burst. Oh, that's even gayer. So you go to an orgy, now you have a girlfriend, and then you knock her up? Yep. Jeez. Yep. So Bruno reportedly demanded that she have an abortion. Okay. The only sensible thing here. Couldn't be... You know, just tell your wife and your kids that they have a new brother or sister coming. No, nope. Sure. She demanded an abortion, but when she decided she didn't want to have an abortion. Of course not. She was about four months pregnant. Zamudio had called the police after she had been held captive by Bruno and others and was forced to take Sciotech, which is an illegal abortion drug. Oh, okay. I thought it was like an online course. During I just got incident, my certification in Sciotech. So there's a lot of job opportunities coming my way. Television repair. Sciotech. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so he put a gun to her head during this uh-huh. and said to her, you don't know who I am or what I'm capable of. The Sciotech did not work, though. It failed. Even okay. though they kidnapped her, held her down, made her drink the shit. Failed. You know, a baseball bat is also effective in this scenario. But all right, whatever. To each their own. And baseball bats are everywhere in Brazil, I <laughs> Okay, for good point. <laughs> <laughs> so she starts having the... She has the baby. The baby's name is Bruno Hino. <laughs> the baby's name is Monthly Paycheck. <laughs> it's Portuguese for yeah. Monthly Paycheck. In February 2010... Bruno never acknowledges that he was the father of the child, denied attempts to take the paternity test. 
Eventually, DNA no. tests. Did proved. he go on Maury? Was he on Maury video? Are you going to play me a video of that? <laughs> no. No. Uh, we have a 499 Super Chat. <laughs> he says he learned about this show from the Cardiff Electric Podcast, so make sure he sees some of this money. Not bloody money. Ooh, Cardiff! Cardiff Electric! All right. <laughs> That's enough of that. It's a little bit much. So the DNA tests prove that it was I like this kid. super chat that fucks with your flow. This is fun. This is good. I don't even remember what your creep did or what his name is. All right, keep going. I'm going to throw this fucking bell across the room <laughs> in a second. It worked once. It worked <laughs> once, Carl. Now, in February 2010, again, never acknowledges he's the kid. On June 4th, though, 2010, Eliza and the baby completely disappear. Mm. Bruno is a national hero. Yeah. Biggest soccer star in the country. Sure. But he's also the number one suspect. Mm-hmm. Imagine the relief he felt when that little baby boy was found alive, Carl. Well, listen, I would have asked Nancy Grace if uh, what, what the father thought about this. Because you always have to trust the family. He is worried. He, he's like. He's worried sick. Well, he didn't acknowledge <laughs> this kid. Oh, right. <laughs> Good all of her family knew it was his, so they all told the cops she's missing. The baby's missing. All right. They end up finding the baby alive, was abandoned in a slum mm. by a woman who looked, according to witnesses, exactly like Bruno's wife, Diane. Oh, okay. Now, I want to know where the hell do they find a slum in Brazil? That must have been hard to do. Keep going. Come on. Keep going. Come on. So the police start questioning Mr. Uh, Bruno's associates because they're going, all right, it sounds like this guy's wife dropped this baby off. They find his teenage cousin, Jorge Rosa, and he claims that he and his friend, Luis Henrique Romano, who had a really fun nickname, they called him Spaghetti, picked up Miss Zamundo and her son from a Rio de Janeiro hotel after she accepted an invitation from the footballer to talk about the paternity claims. Okay. So she's going to go meet the dad, finally get this all settled and get some support for little Brunhinho. Yep. Miss Samuda was then allegedly handed over to a former military policeman whose last name was Santos, who committed barbaric tortures on her before strangling her to death with a necktie in front of the child. Fuck the police. Santos, who was allegedly paid $8,000 to murder her, played loud music at a stereo to drown out the woman's screams. Mm. It was alleged that Bruno, his cousin, and his wife watched Santos torture her and then helped him chop up her body and toss pieces of her to Bruno's pet Rottweilers. Wow. Seems unnecessary. These three people fed her to the fucking Rottweilers. He could afford the dog food. And what was left, they buried in concrete. Okay. Now, a detective who investigated the case said his acts were almost impossible to describe without breaking down. Really horrific stuff. Bruno was charged with murder, kidnapping, and hiding a body. A DNA test proved the footballer's paternity. The child is now being looked after by Mrs. Zamudo's mother. Now, here's the wild shit, Carl. This comes out. Obviously, the soccer team drops him. They accuse D'Souza, along with eight other people, for the conspiracy for kidnapping and murdering this woman. Yep. During the trial, Bruno cries and cries and cries. He's, he cries about how his best friend Spaghetti paid someone to kill her. Not me. 
I didn't do it. It was spaghetti. Mm-hmm. He told the court he didn't order her murder, but he did accept it. That's his crime. He accepted it. He was like, all right. His lawyer also claimed he tried to commit suicide twice in the prison because he felt so horrible. That did not happen. He made that up. Well, I don't know why that would even matter. He was trying to say that he felt so horrible sure. about what happened to this woman. Sure. He was just making up shit. I mean, he could also feel horrible about, about being in prison. You know? People commit suicide in prison a lot for a lot of reasons. Yeah, like being in prison is number one on the list. Yeah. You are correct. He was convicted of ordering the murder and was sentenced to 22 years in prison. You know who killed himself in prison? Jeffrey Epstein. Did you, did you hear about that? I killed think himself. I read something about killed that. Killed himself in prison. Committed suicide. Do you know that? Yeah. Hey, you want to know something else interesting about this case? <laughs> yeah, please. Bruno had really good lawyers, Carl. I bet. And he was a very famous soccer star. Sure. Yeah. They got him freed after six years in prison. Nice. Just to wait for his appeal. Nice. Like, literally, nothing changed other than they were waiting for an appeal, and they let him out of jail. Now, they let him out in February 2017. Within two weeks, Carl... He was, he was back on a team and playing great. Handed a two-year contract by Brazilian club yes. Boa Esporta. Yes. Here is a quote. That's funny because like we think of like Deshaun Watson and like how that signing is a little bit suspect, but he didn't do anything like chop up his ex-girlfriend. Michael Vick put back to play for the Eagles <laughs> yeah, for like true. six years. That's true, yeah. And the Jets, I think. Did he play for the Jets too uh, for a while? May, I think he was on the Pills roster for a minute. Oh, Jesus. So this is a quote from him from his first media appearance out of jail. What happened, happened. I made a mistake. A serious one. But mistakes happen in life. Sure do. I'm not a bad guy. People tried to bury my dreams because of one mistake. Yeah. But I asked God for forgiveness. So (laughs) I'm carrying on with my career, dude. End quote. Awesome. I like this guy. (laughs) He played five games until... Everyone in Brazil was so fucking outraged that the Brazilian Supreme Court had to get involved. That's hilarious. <laughs> and they sent him back to jail. But here's the funny part, man. He's a good player and people like soccer. So he's in jail. Mm-hmm. In 2017, they sent him back. By 2019, he was released to serve partial house arrest, being able to work or trade in the day while having to return to his house at night. Yep. Since then, he has subsequently joined three football clubs. He retired in January of this past year and plans on opening a cafe this February. Perfect. He might even run for president of Brazil one Uh, of these days. uh, That's great. That's my creep. That's a happy ending right there. Bruno Fernando de Souza, he's just living his best life, and that woman was fed to Rottweilers. You know, in my research for this week, I learned that there's a lot of prison soccer teams and there have been guys who have been scouted out of prisons because they played so well on their prison soccer team. You go play for real clubs. Wild. I know. It's it's crazy. All right. Well, that's a fun story there, Vinny. Yeah, that's my soccer trait. <clears throat> All right. So when we talked about this, Vinny and I were texting about soccer yesterday. My first thought was David Icke because David <laughs> Icke is hilarious. And I was going to play videos of him talking about lizard people back in the 90s, before Alex Jones, before anyone else was talking about- Sorry, Carl, we have a super chat. All right, let's go. Uh, From Camp Critical 499. Big deal, he ain't no Aaron Hernandez. Go Pats. Oh, that triggered me. Good point. God, Aaron Hernandez. Has he he been featured on this show yet? 
No, but I call him. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's a crazy story. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway, I thought, okay, or if, am I, I? if I bring David Icke, I'm not going to win. Because I think probably most people who listen to our show agree with David Icke. So I picked someone different, Vinny. I have picked Nizar Trebelsi. Now, this is a Tunisian international uh, who was off to a promising start playing for a German team in Dusseldorf. But all that changed when he got involved with the world's most notorious terrorist group. September 13th, 2000- The Proud Boys? <laughs> September 13th, 2001, two days after 9-11, he was arrested for his involvement with Al-Qaeda and implications in a planned attack on a Belgian airbase. He was also implicated in the thwarted 2001 Paris embassy attack, where he was the planned designated bomber and even had a role in making the bomb. He was a soccer player who knew how to make a bomb? Yeah. No wonder the thing got thwarted. He was going to suicide bomb himself. This guy's a, a footballer. Like, Can't we find someone else who's not doing so well in life to do this? But this guy was gung-ho for the cause. I think he's the perfect guy to be a bomber. He could just run and do like a cool soccer kick and kick it into buildings. Sure. Well, that's how they do that, though. They actually strap it underneath their suit. No, no. He would just run up and throw it in the air and do a soccer kick and kick it through the front doors. <clears throat> so he was arrested for this. He served a uh, 10-year prison sentence for plotting to blow up that air base in Belgium, which was housing American soldiers at the time. Now, there was an indictment from the U.S., and according to the indictment, Trubelsky had prepared to travel to Afghanistan to train for jihad while living in Germany in 2000, and he actually met... Two-Faced Lie Bastard gave us 99 cents, Carl. Don't do that. Don't give us 99 cents. If you're going to interrupt me, make it two bucks. Make it at least two bucks for yeah, interruption. Yeah, if, if you want a real interruption, it's got to be five bucks. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Let's set some ground rules here. He actually met with Osama bin Laden in Afghanistan in the spring of 2001. And at uh, bin Laden's direction, he later spoke with al-Qaeda's chief military planner, Mohammed Ataf. Trebelsi had strongly resisted extradition to the U.S., fearing inhumane treatment. His last appeal was rejected by the Belgian Council of State. So listen to this. This guy serves 10 years for this planned attack on this airbase in Belgium. After his 10 years, the U.S. is like, hey, we want that guy. Send him over here. So they do. And he is currently in a jail somewhere. And there's actually been a report done. We're not really cool to terrorists here in the U.S. We don't really treat them all that well. Uh, I think this sounds like everybody's getting ready to vote for Vinny. But go ahead. He has spent... A decade in custody in the U.S., according to a report by a special envoy in the United Nations, to the United Nations, he is being kept in isolation with no daylight in his cell and with artificial lights on 24 hours a day. The, the report also says he does not receive appropriate care or medication while he's in uh, this prison. So Belgium was actually sued for extraditing him because it actually goes against some EU law to just, after this guy served his time, to have to serve this for the same crime over in the U.S. So they have to pay 10,000 euros for every year Trebelski has been in the U.S. They had to pay 100,000 euros to his family over this. <laughs> okay. Keep going, Carl. I love this story. You're in great. 2016, the Belgian state was ordered to pay 78,000 euros in damages to Trebelski and his family because of the extradition. So that's on top of the 10,000 per year that they have to pay out for every minute that he spends 
wasting yeah. away in so a he's US a creep prison. because he's costing Belgians taxpayer dollars. The reason why he's a creep, Vinny, is because guys like this are the reason why I have to get up at three thirty a.m. if I have a six a.m. flight. That's why you vote for Carl this week, because this guy is a terrorist with Al-Qaeda and has really fucked up air travel for the last over 20 years, and it's annoying. A vote for this guy is a vote for TSA as the biggest creep, all right? That's what I'm saying right now, Vinny. If you hate security lines and taking your shoes off, vote for Carl. What the hell is he supposed to be? Like, what? Yep. You heard it here what? first. You heard it here first, folks. You know what? You know Carl? I got nothing. I yeah, didn't know how to nothing. argue with that. that. I didn't know how to argue with that. You did add strong there. You really <laughs> did. God damn it. All right. So those are your creeps this week. You could vote on the subreddit and make sure you do. We would appreciate you joining on there and uh, have some dialogue. Tell us what you think. Who should win? We We're do get uh, we do it. get a lot of people voting, which is great, yep. and a lot of great comments after people vote in the thread on the uh, subreddit. So yeah, definitely check that out. Yep. All right. So Carl. Yes. I believe that would make it time for some Who Are These Creeps? Who are these creepos? The best stinger in the business right there. Who Are These Creepos? The new segment on the Creep Off. Do you know why we do this segment, Vinny? Spite! Correct. We believe, no, we know, that we're the best true crime show on the internet today. And we also know there's a lot of true crime podcasts out there. So what we're doing is we're breaking down one by one Every other true crime show, except for Sword and Scale. You know, I'm going to interrupt you for this one. Cardiff Electric uh, wants to know, where's the roast video? We're breaking down every other true crime podcast one by one to show everyone else that we have the best true crime podcast. This week, I am featuring a show that is called Sinister Dynasty. This is a suggestion from Daniel Johnson, who's a New Zealander. And these women are also New Zealanders, and they put the nasty in Dynasty. Dude, pull up their picture that I sent you. If you go to their website, this is the first thing you say you see. They're both holding kitchen knives, standing back to back, like they're in some kind of rom-com. This is really an awful, unflattering picture. It's so unflattering. I, I can't this imagine. This girl has Nikki Glazer face. But the body of a fire of SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> By the way, you're giving her way too much Nikki Glazer face. She's got the, the skinny nose, is what I mean by that. <laughs> she's Real got a thin big nose. face. Yeah, she's got yeah. a big wide face. And this one over here kind of looks like Andy. Kind of looks like Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It looks like Weird Al and SpongeBob Nikki Glazer got together to do a podcast. Oh, brutal. So the hosts are uh, Ayla and Andy. And uh, they're so pumped to give us their true crime stories. <clears throat> All right. So today we're going to be talking about the Mr. Asia Drug Syndicate. Oh, I haven't even heard of this. So I that's... hadn't heard of this either. Yeah. And that's why I am so pumped about it. Okay. Because when I was Googling this, I only found one um, YouTube video. Yeah. And it was based on um, a book written by one of their bankers yeah but man i am so pumped i even tried to buy a book on it she's so pumped about this she even tried to research it wow. she wasn't able to but she wanted to boy i bet you I, that podcast would have been interesting by the way super chat tucker dixon says we should remake that picture for christmas <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good idea you know, that should be our valentine's day one that'll be our valentine's day sure i love it great all right so i mean 
who wouldn't want to get that for their wives and girlfriends? You and me back to back with the kitchen knives. With the big old heart. The sexy outfits. Those, those women are rough. If you're listening to this, don't don't feel a need to go check that out. So you just heard her say there's only one YouTube video about this that I could find, and there's a book, and I wasn't able to get the book. So I'm like, oh, great. This is going to be really well researched. This is later on, almost near the end of the show. Do you know what Carl would say if he was doing research about this and was going to present them as his creep? Oh, good. There's one YouTube video about it. <laughs> so it. You're, you're fucking throwing stones. I I'm just it. saying. Um, it said in other sources that he lost up to three hundred thousand dollars, but wow. nothing's confirmed because I couldn't get me flipping mittens on a book, <laughs> any it. book. God damn it! I've never heard a show where the person who's presenting the oh, information <laughs> doesn't know the information, openly doesn't know the information. Have you ever heard that before? It'd be like if I came on here, I'm like, Vinny, I have the best creep, but it was behind a paywall, and I didn't feel like paying for New York Times, so I wasn't able to actually read it. I'm going to read you the headline. I saw and, the first uh, two sentences. Use your imagination, everybody. <laughs> I'm sure it's crazy, though, right? Probably is. Now, one of the things that this guy Daniel who sent this in to me pointed out is he, he's not a big fan of the New Zealand accent, and he thinks these women have a little bit of vocal fry going on. I don't know what's going on. It just sounds like they shouldn't be talking into a microphone. New Zealand vocal fry is like the wailing of a sheep. Yes. It's not it's, good. It's brutal. Anyway, okay. So uh, just a bit about his life. So he... Okay. He left Auckland's Takapuna. No, I Takapuna. Sound, I Ta- sound so white. Well, Takapuna sounds white as well, though. Takapuna. I don't know how to pronounce that one, yeah. Okay, grammar. I think it is Takapuna. Left Auckland's Takapuna grammar after the fifth form and was employed as a farmhand. She can't read! Vinny! She's doing a show where she's reading, and she can't read! (laughs) The place is called Takapuna! Takapuna is... Just say that! uh, Just say Takapuna! Move on! Takapuna's Takapuna's sister's name. (laughs) So this guy went to Takapuna Grammar, which is like elementary school or some shit. Yeah. So whatever. You can even just leave that out and not even talk about it if you can't pronounce it or understand what's going on. And these women... Now, people might accuse us of laughing inappropriately, but we we do it in a fun way. These women are the opposite of fun. He did well in menswear, but the money was shit. Oh. <laughs> so he took to committing burglary on the side. As you would. <laughs> I mean, I understandable. <laughs> Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. He wouldn't have had the cost of living. <laughs> As you would. Not a joke. Not comedy. That's whatever the opposite of comedy is. I think it, I believe it's called Zumak. What she just did was, was Zumak, the show. Actually, uh, Zumak is the uh, term used for funny free. Yes. Completely void of funny. Zumak. Yeah. It's like non-alcoholic beer. It's like, what's the point? Why, why am I getting this product Zumaked? I don't want that. All I was right. watching uh, that. I watched that uh, clip again, the uh, trailer for his special. Oh, yeah. I could not believe that he released that as like a trailer for a special. That was the Dale Mabry thing, right? Yeah. yeah I cannot really believe that that Walmart. was fucking... Re- I'm sure he didn't make that decision, but they're looking through it and going, what's funny in here? What can we pull out that's like a minute long that's funny? Like, so, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. There's a... Like, this is a lolcow thing. Just a Rochester lolcow thing, Carl. But there's a comic that you know, and apparently. I think you might like the guy. 
Uh, but he puts out videos of him just like on stage laughing at himself. Okay. Like he'll say something and he just laughs really inappropriately for no reason at the shit that he's saying. And it's horrific. But he releases them every time he has a gig somewhere. Does he do this at pizza places? <laughs> Am I thinking of the right guy right now? Yeah. B-I-N-G-O. Okay. Yep. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> well, you know, comedy's hard. What are you going to do? <laughs> Stop for everyone. Stop bothering everyone. You know what else is hard is English. Now, I was under the impression, Agreed. and correct me if I'm wrong, that they spoke English in New Zealand. I thought that was the language. That what about Takapuna? That they all agreed on. He was <laughs> remembered as always social and smiling, a little arrogant, arrogant perhaps, but harmless. How do you turn arrogant into acronym? How's that even possible? All right. So this is where... And it was Wintiment. This is where they start telling some jokes that really crack themselves up. So he was known for his womanizing and extreme violence. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's not funny. Oh, I used to beat that pussy, you get it? Extreme violence was funny. He's known for extreme violence. Hilarious. Pretty good stuff right there. Yeah. All right, here's a clip that I call Ain't No Fact Checking. <laughs> so a wee bit more info to come. I think I wrote that in pretty early in my research, so I don't know if there is. <laughs> okay, yeah. So in 1960, he became a police... He was a... I think I've got my dates wrong and stuff. So he was... No, because he was like 40. Okay, so ignore the 18 thing. He was... The first Older. crime in 1971 was wrong. Okay. So he committed crime before that, okay? okay? Vinny, I don't understand people who read Wikipedia or the internet to you and that's their show. I really don't understand people who read the incorrect information that they found on the internet to you and that's their show format. Uh, who would want this? I don't understand why these two... Like, number one, this thing is doomed to fail. You don't know anything about the topic. Right. You have admitted you know Couldn't nothing. Couldn't get the book. Couldn't get the book. <laughs> yep. I found one YouTube video. I'm going to fill in the pieces now yep. poorly by trying to stutter through this into a microphone. Holy shit. Well, also, they cannot read. This woman who's reading this to us cannot read. When the boat finally managed to make it to the Chow Praia River in Bangkok... From where they were, from there they were escorted by the police up the river to where the cannabis was grown, packed and picked, dried and compressed into bales. They had forty bales loaded on the boat and headed off home. Wait, so police escorted yes. them? Yes. They knew what they were doing. Yes. <laughs> you can buy police. Did you know that? Oh. <laughs> Everything comes with a price. That's not what that phrase means. She goes, you can buy the police. Everything comes with a price. Everything comes with a price means you have to choose your battles. Can I tell you what I really dislike about the show? And I just put my finger on what it. What is that? To it, is how that music bed yeah. just brings out the retardation in her voice. Yes. It, it's it's just not really, complimentary. Right. Like the two things are just clashing against each other mm -hmm. and making the whole thing worse. Also, she's describing a drug ring and they have this ominous music. It's just like, yes, yeah, it's just like fucking mob shit. It doesn't even make sense to have the ominous music going. It should, I don't know. So, um, yeah, so she, she doesn't understand. I think she was trying to say that everyone has their price is what she was thinking of because yeah. they were able to buy the police. Fucking thanks, Ted DiBiase. Drink. Before Terry moved to Aussie, he was 
uh, moved to Australia to head the operation. It was headed Wait, by... Operation. Oh, to head the operation. Yeah. yeah. It was headed by... Yeah, it was headed. Oh, headed. Today, Junior! Holy shit! Really How long struggling. is an episode of the show? 30 minutes. I listened to 30 minutes of this today. And Vinny's like, Carl, you're a, you seem like you're in a bad mood today. Guess what I spent 30 minutes of my day doing today, Vinny? Oh. Listening to this fucking nonsense. Well, relax. Japan lost. You should feel, Japan just lost. Chill out. All right. They missed three penalty kicks. Not good shots. I mean. There's a, there's jokes there. Let's just Maybe if they had gone into the goal with the ball, they would have been able to accomplish that. It's because of the kamikaze. Uh. All right. Boom. So I'm wondering, Vinny, I'm wondering as I'm listening to this. And you're emceeing this comedy show we're doing at Dabble Con? I am, yes. Oh, I'm wondering. <laughs> Hopefully Chad will show up and take notes so he can let us I'll know. I'll fucking let Chad host it. Are you shitting me? <laughs> That's open invitation. Chad, message me. You can host. All right. Sounds good. He doesn't have to pay for the ticket, though, right? He's not on the, on the list. Duh. Okay, good. Oh, where were we? He's going to buy a meet and greet just to go touch Anthony. I was trying to figure out why this Andy woman was on the show, because she doesn't seem to be adding anything to this conversation, just sitting there going, huh? Oh, yeah? Huh? Then, finally, she drops some knowledge on us, Vinny. Listen closely to this information. Terry started ordering hits on people to keep the syndicate safe. What? With what? quotations, safe. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> He's like that Mongolian dude that, like, when, like, he, well, when he died, I did a study on him in high school, so when he died, he had people bury his body, and then um, they stood there while people on horses ran over them, so they got killed, like, because they knew where his body was buried, and then the people on the horses came back, and then they were killed by people, so no one knew where he was to keep him safe, like, when the room was that is Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, that's his name. That Mongolian dude. I learned about in high school that Mongolian dude. Genghis Khan. That's who you meant. That's who you're talking about. That would be Genghis Khan. Also, there's no way that actually happened because who would have reported on it? This That whole story is it's so stupid. They're like, and nobody knows how he was buried because they were all killed. All the people who were involved in it. Well, then how do you know that? How does anyone know any of this? It's just a uh, legend, but whatever. I, I don't know. Idiot. I didn't couldn't find the book, Carl. She's a fucking idiot. All right, let's get into some hilarious waterboarding talk, shall we? <laughs> After three days in interrogation, they broke. And they so shared... They tortured. No, they were just interrogated. <laughs> I'm just imagining the waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh no! It's funny. Well, I don't think it's funny. This one thinks waterboarding is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> like, that ain't getting, funny. They're probably getting waterboarded. <laughs> She's like a joke. <laughs> She's having a lot of fun with that. <laughs> oh man! All right, so um, it turns out this woman's also really dumb. They're talking about the fact that this turns into a big uh, heroin ring, and they have these bricks of heroin that they're using blunders. In order to break it up into powder, which is how you sell heroin. So she has an idea about these blunders. The crew that Jim was running at the time were using kitchen blenders to break up solid blocks of compressed heroin, which 
cause them to replace up to six or more blenders every day. Wow. I'm just thinking too, imagine if they like didn't get rid of the broken blenders and so they cook something in it well cooked like blended ish something in it and then so you just get high while you're eating like like brownies but with no the own. blenders broke that's why they were replacing them but like what if they what if they almost broke and then you put brownie mix in there and you had like heroin brownie i don't know how heroin works i don't know either no that's not how heroin works you can't make heroin brownies it's not a thing if you don't eat heroin it's not, it's not a thing at all. If they were almost broken, you see, and then they decided to use the almost broken blender. Wow. It's fucking stupid. Like, if if I... Vinny, we've talked about this before. I have a very low tolerance for horrible co-hosts. If you'd ever said something like that on the show, I don't think I would even say anything to you. I think I'd just stop showing up here on Mondays. <laughs> I think I would, I'd just be done with it. Like, all right. Well, you that know, was fun. It was a good run. I'm really, really honored that we're on 142 episodes. So Yeah, we haven't said anything that's that stupid. I'm glad. And we have more than three listeners, but these women do not. Oh, so we do have a few people then. <laughs> that are interested in what we're doing. It's... Go you guys. Oh, and we've got Andrew as well. We've got Andrew. Andrew! We've got a few people. Yeah. We're doing pretty good. Well, well we think we're doing yeah, good. Shout out to you guys. They're doing pretty good. they got three people, including Andrew. Listening to their show, so shout out to those guys. Andrew's trying to date the SpongeBob one, I wager. <laughs> Dude, you got to look at their website. They have a... Um... <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Unless that's a picture right before a murder-suicide, I don't want to see it. This is the worst game of rock, paper, scissors ever. <laughs> Vinny. Oh, those jeans are horrific. Do me a favor. Go to their website real quick. I don't want to. And go to their shop What's it called? Page. It's called Sinister Dynasty. The website is uh, SinisterDynasty.com. Wow, how were they able to get that? Pretty pretty sweet. And then click on Shop. And tell me what you see there. <laughs> this has got to go on the Wheel of Consequences. Dude, all they have is a coffee mug. That's the only thing you can buy. It's a coffee mug so horrible. for 20 bucks, and it's that exact photo we've been goofing on this entire time. Just we've been holding the knives Hold on. Hold on a coffee on. mug. Hold on, I think I got it. Hold on. Let's see if we can find it. Let's see if we can pull it up. Oh, that's not it. Wrong spot. There we go. Oh, God. Yeah, there it is. What's can, happening? Can scroll it over a little bit. Pinch it. Nothing wants to work. Sorry. I got it, kids. I promise you. Ah, there it is. There's Look at that. The Sinister, Sinister Dynasty, Dynasty mug. mug. Oh, my God. I know what my wife's getting for Christmas. <laughs> She's going to love that. <laughs> That's Wheel of Consequences all day long. <laughs> all day long. Holy shit. All right. So that's um, our Who Are These Creepos edition for this week. Sinister Dynasty. Sinister Dynasty. Oof, yuck. Yuck. Does that mean it's time for voicemails, Carl? Let's go. Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. The Syracuse Orange have been selected to play in the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium, which is great news for the fans since most of them aren't allowed to leave the state. See Yay. you in Syracuse. All right, folks, let's start with our first voicemail. You know what I love, Carl? When our voicemailers start voicemailing each other. Oh, good. And oh, they yeah. start sending each other messages. Yeah, leave a message for any voicemailer you want calling our voicemail. And Carl, I think we have a love connection. Oh, nice. Hey, uh, is that guy Wassel uh, that called in? Um, hey, what's up? My name's, uh, my name's Tyler, and 
I I also like I like macaroni and cheese and and uh, I also like sticking things up your bum. So uh, you, we we should hang out. We, we should. You got any friends? We should hang out. All right. Russell, give so, Tyler a call. It's a love connection. Get get in touch with him, Russell. One more reason why we're the best true crime show. Swarm. Swarm police. All right, here's a Wheel of Consequence idea that I sent you earlier in the week. Hey, I got a consequence for the wheel. Uh, Jerry Banfield is now a full-time life coach, and he's taking appointments on the website. So I think the consequence should be you have to sign up and pay Jerry Banfield for life coaching for a month and follow his instructions. Call my dad. Or hate you, love you, fuck you, uh, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I brought this up on Who Are These Podcasts. Uh, I don't know if you heard that segment, but uh, I think it was Crows or producer Chris. It's like, if you're not going to drive to Baltimore, why would you possibly allow Jerry Banfield to control your life for a month? Bitcoin. You got to put it in Bitcoin. (laughs) All right. uh, Here's one. Here's a creep update. On a story we did about that little boy who was thrown into the na- off the Navy Pier in Chicago. Yeah. Into the cold water. Right, right. Hey, Turd Biscuit, you and your uh, lover boy over there, you were uh, doing a story a while ago about that kid that got thrown into Lake Michigan by the, you know, by uh, Navy Pier in Chicago. Turns out it was the ant. Yeah. He's got some issues, you know. Carl's got issues, but, you know, it's not Carl's fault. His, you know, rectum is prolapse, but this woman has other problems up in the head, apparently. And uh, I don't think she's going to jail, but it's pretty fucked up. Thanks for the update. Do you um, care my, to comment on your prolapse anus? My corrective is not prolapse, but if it were, it would be my fault, sir. I can assure you that. Ah, here's a really great, uh, here's a, a call. <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen. Vinny, you've won me over. I am now a true VN on believer because you brought in that coal burning creep. What is creepier than a tiny white woman sucking black dick? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm getting chills. Whoa. You've got yourself a new fan, Vinny. Whoa, I never said anything like that, sir. I never said a goddamn thing like that. All right, Carl, you're no longer invited to the clan meeting. Uh, Vinny, we'll see you there, buddy. Did not say anything like that. This is going great. That's. That's your, your imagination, That's your sir. crew right there, Benny. Those are your Disavow! Dude, Disavow! Yay was less controversial on the Alex Jones show than that call. Bring wow. in the clowns. <laughs> Holy shit. By the way, I have, I watched something this morning that made me very happy. I'm going to play it on Who Are These Podcasts. Yeah. I, I mentioned it'd be really funny to splice together Harrison Young interviewing Yay and Adam Thoreau uh, put it together uh, for uh, us. Uh, and it's hysterical. great. Yeah, it's awesome. Hysterical. Uh, here's a category recommendation. Okay. I've got a suggestion for a category to bring in uh, some week. And the suggestion is creepiest parent of an autistic child or retarded child or mentally deficient being. I think you all know what I mean. Uh I think you could probably find some good stuff. All right, go fuck yourself. Well, that's retarded. Fuck goodbye. They do get abused a lot. Can I just offer a pointer? We talk about keeping your phone calls short. Here's how you don't need to start a call. 
I just had an idea that I wanted to tell you guys about. There's a, I'm gonna in a little bit. I'm gonna tell you what that thing is, but it's a thing, and you guys can either do it or you don't have to. But it's just a thought that I had that maybe I'll, like I'm, in a minute I'm gonna tell you what it is. And but just so you guys know, I'm gonna tell you this idea. We'll get there, <laughs> Carl. This is a question directly to you. Oh, good. Uh, hey, Carl. I'm going to go see a Ween concert in Philadelphia on Saturday. Sweet. Uh, I just wondering if you'd give me any advice on hiding my weed from the cops. Uh, I don't want to get taken, you know, like at the airport or something. Uh, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Well, uh, sir, you don't have to bring drugs to a Ween show. Drugs will be provided for you at said show. I mean, how the fuck do you think you're going to get through the mollusk? Come on! The mollusk is great! How dare you? Cool. How dare you? Cool. <laughs> There's some weeds, ween songs that I really, really like. The Mollusk is not one they of them. They played The Mollusk at the South Park show, and it was fan-fucking-tastic. Great. Now, I have a message. Uh, this one, I think, you is- You know, from- maybe you're not getting the as good a weed as you could be getting, Vinny, if you don't understand The Mollusk. This is a message for me. First-time listener, long-time caller, Vinny, you're doing great. I appreciate Thank you. all the effort you put into the show. What? You're the funny one. Oh, come that on. other guy. This is a joke. Chris Hamburglar. That's uh, it. would be nice if you had somebody who actually put in some effort instead of just pressing random buttons on a soundboard. Fuck it's nice you. you have a guest. Vinny Winnie. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Oh, thank you, sir. Thanks thank you a for lot, such Carl. An astute call. Thank you, sir. I do. It would be great. The show would be great. I'm more than just a guy who hits a soundboard. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you do bring the timing of it all to the table as well. That's right. All right, Carl. Uh, do you have any voicemails? No, you know what I think about that last call that you just played? Nope. It stinks. I'm doubling down on drops now. Good. We'll have more fun during the uh, voicemail or during the uh, scum parade. Oh, is it time, time for, for a scum now. parade? It certainly is. Let's go. Parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck charades that these creeps have made. Scum Parade, Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum Parade, like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat. Scum Parade. Carl, in a story that I assume is going to be a lot like your new show, W-A-T-S. Yes, we're debuting Thursday at 6 p.m. on Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel. This story, I feel like, is going to be a lot very similar to your new show. Okay. A blind man used voice activation technology to access sickening child sex abuse images on a mobile phone has been jailed for two years. Okay. So... Guy Kibbleway. Is, is this because my co-host is blind? Is that why you're saying this, Vinny? <laughs> that wasn't a super chat. <laughs> Guy Kibbleway, 58, used software which described the abuse he was watching and also had contacted other predators to access more sickening material. So he's like, hey, Siri, call Gary for more kitty porn. Yeah. Like he was doing shit like that. So this reminded me. Of my father, who is... Oh, no, my Siri just opened when I did that. (laughs) Oh, shit. Calling Gary for child porn. Oh, the FBI's coming now. 
Dude, this remind this story reminds me of my father, who was a music lover and an audiophile all of his life, and then lost his hearing. And it's very sad. He can't appreciate and enjoy music, classical music and opera the way that he used to. Here's this guy who just wants to look at toddlers getting raped, and God took his sight away. It's a cruel, oh, no. it's a cruel and unjust world that we live in. The pervert was caught after an eagle-eyed courier spotted him through his living room window as he scrolled through his iPhone. The horrified driver was like, "Ah!" <laughs> he went alerted the police, who went to Kibble White's home. Kibble White, who, was a re- who has been registered blind since 2015 and uses a guide dog, was arrested and told officers he had pictures of kids on his phone. And I have to ask, the blind man having pictures of kiddie porn is a lot like the tree falling into the woods. Yes, right, exactly. So isn't this evidence that the iPhones are getting a little bit too big? If a guy outside in the lawn can look through a window and see that you're looking at a seven-year-old getting raped. It certainly means that the ex- accessibility tools are a little too lax. Okay, fair enough. I do think it's really funny. The way this story is set up is he's using voice recognition software in order to search out child porn. And all I'm thinking is, well, that's how he's going to get busted, obviously. Everyone's fucking listening into all this uh, communication that's going on. Nope, just some guy... Looking through the window after he dropped off a package, sees him with a with CP on his phone. Whoops! Isn't this the fucking craziest? <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm gonna give Mitchell Krasinski uh, uh, credit in the YouTube chat for audiophile. <laughs> audiophile, <laughs> pretty funny. It might be yeah. the name of this episode, the audiophile. So the probe found a total of 689 photos and 67 videos showing twisted abuse of children aged as young as one month old. Hey, guy. Oh, boy. Come on, guy. What are you doing? What are you doing there, guy? He's a first-time offender. Can I ask you a question, Vinny, for real, though? Let's say that you were, you're were, you in front of a stranger's house. I don't know why. You're, you're, maybe you're um, you're out there campaigning for one of the Democrats you want to, to win a Senate oh, seat. Oh, fucking shut up. And you're, you're putting the little leaflets in the doors going door to door. I've been going around Rochester campaigning for Herschel Walker. <laughs> okay, well, that, that could be it, too. Let's say you're doing that. And you look in the window and you think you see a guy with CP on his phone yeah. staring at it. Yeah. What do you What do you do? I'm not even going to plan a scene. What do you do in that situation? For what do I do? Yeah. I bang out the window and go, what the fuck are you doing? Would you really? Yes. Would you tell him to pull his pants up? Sir, when you're done with that, I want to have a conversation with you. So you know what I would do? Here's what I honestly, you're asking me what I would do. I okay. was, yeah. Here's what I would do. I would take out my phone. I would start filming. Oh, no, I, you got CP on your phone. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> that's, the you're worst right. Thing, that's the worst thing you could do. You're zooming in on it. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> okay. We're both in cuffs. I'm like, this is not, <laughs> they make us walk around to our neighbor's houses together. Uh, we're both registered sex offenders Dude, now. It's, it's like that movie um, Bird Cage. Is that Bird Bed? Bird something? Uh, that movie... Where if you look at the sky, you fucking go crazy and kill yourself. Like with this thing, it's like all you have to do is like show child porn. People are like, oh fuck, I know I saw it. Now I gotta go to prison. Fuck. Like you just go around. Maybe it's not like that at all. Maybe it's actually nothing like that. What's the movie I'm thinking of? Though? I don't know. What's it called? It was huge on Netflix. The re- oh, Bird Box. Bird Box. Somebody in the chat told you, huh? No. Bird Box. No. Uh, the movie. When you said Netflix, I remembered. I couldn't. I thought you were talking about. Uh, 
Birdcage with Nathan Lane. I know. And Robin as, soon as, as soon as I said that, I'm like, that, that's not the movie. That's definitely not the like, movie. I don't remember CP <laughs> being a part of that. And no. like, well, I guess Gene Hackman was a senator, so there's probably CP <laughs> no, in there no, somewhere, no, no. right? Bird I box. I don't know, Carl. Can I tell you what I would do? Yeah, tell Pretend me. Pretend I never saw it. <laughs> Go about my day when I get involved in that bullshit. That's a good point. All right. Anyway, moving on. I'm a, I'm a bad person. What are you going to do? Me, nothing. Let's go to Springfield. Missouri? Yeah. A man admitted to a highly unusual bank robbery. One that saw him scribble a demand note on the back of his own birth certificate. See, sometimes, Vinny, you have limited resources and you have to improvise. All? I, think, I think I saw a MacGyver episode where he did the exact same thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did MacGyver do it while he was wearing a court-ordered ankle monitor? Not in the episode I saw, no. That would be stupid. With a tracking monitor on it that was able to place him at the scene of the robbery? Uh, I'll say this. I like to give tips to people who want to rob banks and things like that. Uh uh Uh, When you go and do something like that, don't have your phone on you, because your phone can be tracked even when it's turned off. Don't have your phone on you. And also, that ankle bracelet, don't bring that with you either. That's a really bad idea. Leave it at home. Leave it at home. Bring an umbrella. Leave it on. Leave that at home. Ankle braces are just like cell phones. Leave them on. Leave them at home. Don't be so suspicious. You don't want to turn it off for a couple hours. Good point. Yep. Michael Conley Lloyd, 30, pled guilty before the U.S. Chief Magistrate Judge David P. Rush to one count of bank robbery in connection with the 2021 robbery. Now, the prosecutors say that on July 20th, 2022, he went into a Bank of America, approached a teller, to me, passed a note demanding cash. Give me your money now. The notes in Missouri television station reported, he also said, don't say anything, I have a partner outside. Authorities say the note was written in pink highlighter on the back of Lloyd's own birth certificate. Shortly after Lloyd fled the scene in a black Dodge Ram pickup truck, authorities were tipped off by his roommate's boyfriend, who divulged the 30-year-old was behind the recent bank robbery. This is what I say, Vinny. His birth certificate didn't get him caught. A no. narc got him caught. Here's I know. Again, it's a, it just seems like it's going to be so obvious, and it's something totally different. Here's what I always say, Vinny. Don't hate the bank robber. Hate the bank. Is that what you always say? That's what I always say, Vinny. Don't hate the bank robber. Hate the bank. <laughs> That's how I say it, too. Yeah, Very good. Yes. Exactly like it. <laughs> Investigators later learned about wearing a quarter ankle monitor. The device placed him at the scene of the holdup. According to federal prosecutors, he's been ordered to wear the device following his involvement in a past robbery. Yes. I feel like Nancy Grace there. In a past robbery. You thought you were going to rob another bank when you were still under house arrest for robbing a bank? You, my friend, have committed a crime. (laughs) You must have shit for brains. You think you can get away with that? (laughs) Without... Having legal, legal ramifications? Good point, You're John. out of your fucking mind. Good point. DabbleCon 23. February 3rd and 4th. Lloyd told investigators that he expected to receive prison time, but he would take full responsibility or whatever punishment he was to receive. Now, when asked why he did that, this whole thing, he said it was because he wanted to prove a point to his roommate. Oh, you don't think I'm an idiot? You don't think I'm stupid enough to do this? I can, too, get arrested today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch me. Way to win a bet, retard. <laughs> Congratulations, dipshit. See how much money he got away with? $754. Dude, if I'm robbing a bank, this is me getting $754. You're putting ones in there? The fuck? No, what are you, why are you wasting my time with ones? 
I mean, if, if I fight a five, I'm going to be pissed. I have defaced my own birth certificate. Yeah, for $754? Is there a quarter laid around you can throw it in there? What the fuck? Uh, and I swear to God, if I see one one piece of change in that <laughs> yeah. bag, lady. Yeah, I'm, I'm angry. Hey, Carl, guess where we're going next? Oh, I have a feeling we're going to Florida. Twenty-one-year-old man was arrested and charged after allegedly fatally stabbing his mother earlier this week. On the afternoon of Tuesday, November 29th, deputies responded to a home in Kissimmee to report of a possible stabbing. At the scene, authorities reportedly found one deceased female and a second female suffering from severe cuts to her hands. Now, the <laughs> I want to make sure I say his last name right. Upon further investigation, the sheriff's office said they identified Matthew Sisley. As a suspect. I just want to point out, Vinny sends me over links to these stories so I can read them ahead of time. There's never any editorializing. He just sends me the links and then we figure it out when we get out of the show. This one time, he put a note in next to the link that just said, his last name is Sisley. And all I'm thinking is, grow up, Vinny. Grow up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it's really funny when you find out why he stabbed his mother to death. Okay. And uh, accidentally stabbed his sister. It's because she, quote, never pushed me to be a man. Well, she fucked up that, didn't she? I like that he says that he stabbed his sister on as an accident. Yep. It's like, no, she's a cunt. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to kill her, though. You know, yeah. My, my mom, she's the one who really needs to Yeah, die. she's the one who was always like, here, put on this dress. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. no. Motorcycles aren't for you. Like, she... <laughs> Come in here and brush mother's hair. I mean, I'm just picturing Buster Bluth, but, yeah. but Matthew Sisley <laughs> yeah. wears mother. Like, this is what I'm imagining here. This is a crazy story, and there's not much information. So my imagination went crazy on this. Mm -hmm. What does that fucking mean? What does that mean? It didn't prepare him to be a man. Yeah, it's your mom. It's not her job. What are you? Where's dad? Dad's the one who does that. Oh, you're mad because you didn't sign you up for Boy Scouts, asshole? <laughs> right, I know, right? You can't start a fucking campfire? Is that the problem? <laughs> what, did, what could possibly? <laughs> like, the only thing she ever taught me was how to change a tampon, and I'm never going to need that. <laughs> I've only used that thrice in my life. Only three times have <laughs> I ever had to change a tampon, and it was mother's. <laughs> oh, man. He's arrested. He's charged with premeditated murder and aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. He remains held without bond. I don't think anybody in the family's on their way to go help uh, old Sissy, Sisley, the, the clink. Dude, Matthew Sisley's an idiot. You don't get additional points by saying, I would do it again. This is a really good time. Oh, that's right. He said, yeah. If I, <laughs> if I said to him, would you? He says, if you could do it over again, he goes, I would do it again. Yeah, no regrets. I would do it again after he killed his mom. This is a really good time to lie and pretend that you regret your actions. 
you know, that whole thing of pretending you're killing yourself and stuff. Like, oh, I'm so upset with myself. Gosh darn it, what was I thinking? What does he think is going to happen? He stabs his mother and his father's going to come out from behind a curtain and rub him on the head and go, Atta boy. Uh, boy. Let's Atta go to the boy. ball game together. Sorry I never brought you to a Buccaneers game as a kid. His dad just walks up from behind the curtain holding a baseball <laughs> and a glove. Yeah, right. and he's like, son, let's have that catch. Son, now you're, now you're ready. <laughs> That's hilarious. What the, the fuck? The fucking I would do it again thing is so stupid. It's so short-sighted. Wow. Uh, let's go to Texas, shall we? Okay. In a flagrant case of misrepresentation, misrepresentation, Paradise, Texas. A seven-year-old Texas girl has been found dead, Carl. Two days after being reported missing. And a FedEx delivery found driver. <laughs> got good news and bad news. Has been arrested in her death. <clears throat> yeah. She was delivered to the grave within an hour of pickup. <laughs> the body of Athena Strand was found Friday, and Tanner Lynn Horner, 31, was arrested on kidnapping and murder charges after confessing to killing the girl and telling authorities where to find her body. Now, this girl, this was a big case down in Texas. This girl went missing. They couldn't find her. This FedEx guy. Wait, wait, wait. This is a big case in Texas? Yeah. L- let me guess. White girl? B-I-A-G-O. Okay, so I thought. A tip led the authorities to Horner, who the sheriff said had made a delivery to the girl's home shortly before she disappeared. Okay. This motherfucker, this delivery guy, got to the house, saw enough casing it out while delivering a FedEx package that he felt confident to go back there and grab this fucking child. He literally called it a crime of opportunity. The name of this episode. Vinny, if you don't want your seven-year-old daughter abducted, why are you leaving her out? If someone's just going to come by and snatch it right up, crime of opportunity. It was the parents' fault. They left the red flag up on the mailbox. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, standing right. next to it. This is fucking horrific. Yeah, her it's body, pretty horrific. Her body was found near the town of Boyd, about six miles southeast. I hope that FedEx doesn't let him drive for a couple of months. I hope that they really slap his wrist good. I'll tell you what, though. They're going to put him in the uh, needs improvement uh, category. <laughs> yeah, right, or- exactly, yeah. And he's have to do some extra training. Mm-hmm. Yep. Children are not packages to be murdered. <laughs> and what would the postage cost for that, anyway? Come on, Tanner. <laughs> How would you even calculate that? This is a, just a fucked up story. So FedEx said a statement that it is working with law enforcement agencies investigating the case. There's a. I'm pretty positive that this guy fucking abducted this girl in a FedEx fucking truck. Yeah, and, and which means the family um, is going to have a big time lawsuit. And and murdered her immediately. So let me ask you a question: the packages that this child was raped and murdered on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were they delivered? They fucking better be. I don't care how much blood is on my package. I fucking ordered some really cool Bones Brigade shirts, and I want to wear them tomorrow. <laughs> Where's my shirts? <laughs> I got my um, Let's Go Brandon shirt, my Kid Rock Let's Go Brandon shirt that I want to wear. There's a Kid Rock Let's Go Brandon shirt. I don't know. (laughs) I doubt it. Ah. Actually, let me look it up. There probably is. Oh, shit. I'm going to get that along with that mug from uh, the Nasty Bitches show. Well, somebody has a birthday coming up. Are we going to do a special birthday show for Carl? Carl, it's almost your birthday. Can we do a birthday show? Send me show? gifts, everyone. Send me gifts. Send I love Carl gifts. gifts for his birthday, everybody. <laughs> Assholes. Well, you know what? I have a holiday gift for everybody, Carl. Oh, yeah? That was the end of the scum parade, but I want to let you know that I have some very fun things planned. Holy shit. I put into Google, Kid Rock, Let's Go Brandon, and shirt was one of the autofills 
that's available. Let's see what happens when I click on it. And there it is. <laughs> of course he does. Going on the wheel consequences. Of course he has a fucking shirt with his dumb head, a cowboy hat, American flag, let's go Brandon. Guess what? That's going on the wheel consequences right there. What if you had to wear that shirt every day for a week? Could you imagine every day? We'll get seven of them. You have to wear one every day for a week, no matter what you're doing that way. Can I just wear the same one for seven days? <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those around you would prefer you don't, fatty. I'm sorry. I, inter- I interrupted you. We're giving a gift to the listeners? Yeah, we're going to give a gift to listeners. We got some cool Patreon bonus episodes. So just a reminder, at the end of the month in December, we are going to do Creep Off Listener Challenge 2. Oh, my God. You know what I was listening to? I was checking out uh, Lorenzo Areola. That's okay. all funny. Okay. He had Adam Thoreau on his show. Nice. To interview him. And it was terrible. It was such a boring conversation. But he did say, Lorenzo said he's obsessed with those pedophile hunter shows. Maybe we should get him on the creep off, whether it's a bonus show or regular show. 100%. Because if he's into that sort of thing. I sent you a text message saying, I want this guy. He's creepy. He's into his fucking cousin you did yes i do have questions for him about his i i don't even know we can watch pedophile hunter videos but i would very much like you just to interview him with all of your questions okay yeah i think that would be fun we can get lorenzo let's set that up now the other my first question how do you have worse teeth than me (laughs) that was also my first question (laughs) all right let's check that one off the list we both had it so let's get make that happen carl now, I also want to do our listener uh, our listener challenge, too, so make sure you leave us a voicemail. I'm going to play them all. I think it's going to be next week. We'll pick the winners. I know we said this oh, right. Week. Listener challenge. I forgot about that. Yeah, so submit your challenges to either myself or Carl. Yes. If you're a member of the Patreon, let us know who you want to take on. Now, also. Is there a category for it? Like, do they pick the category? They How pick the work? category, and we can accept the challenge if we want ah, to. See, that's cheating, because then they're going to pick the creepiest person from that category. Yeah, we'll beat them. Okay. Well, I'll beat them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't have as much confidence as you do. No. I tried to order the book. I didn't get the book. I don't know. That one. <laughs> I also, Carl, are you busy next Monday? You want to uh, do a doubleheader next Monday? I think I can do that. Let me look at my calendar real quick. Because I've started putting together something pretty fun for, for the holidays. There's oh, someone yeah? I want to revisit. What's that? All I want for Christmas is a pretty girlfriend. Yeah. A pretty girlfriend. A pretty Chris girlfriend. Chris Chad Part 3. Is Chris All Chad out of prison? Did he escape Christmas. or something? Or I fell for a second. There's so many things that have happened since the last time we talked about Chris Chad. I want to cover some of those. But there okay. were also things that you said we missed in the Chris Chad saga that yeah. we should have covered. There's a lot of things we missed. And I promised you all that we would get back to it sometime. And what better time to keep a promise than at Christmas? All right. And then we're going to do our special on Keffels the week after that. No, we're not doing anything about Keffels. I'm kidding. Keffels is great. Keffels. (laughs) We love you. By the way, um, that week of the 12th, I guess that's what, two weeks from now or next week? Next week. uh, My buddy Kevin's going to be in town from Who Are These Podcasts. He got a job at a local company, and he's going to be here uh, hanging out. So maybe we can get him. Is Kevin staying forever? No, just a week. Oh, that'll be great if he can do it. Yeah. I would love to have Kevin in It'd be studio. great to have uh, Dorkles maybe could, could swing by. We'll get him the makeup. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> hey, everybody. So, uh, Chris Chad coming up, hopefully next Monday, for okay. your patron bonus bonus episode. Keep that in mind. And uh, remember to vote this week at the Creep Off Reddit. I'll get that poll up later today. Although I'm going to see... Right, I'll try to get it up this afternoon. 
Great. Just put go it up. A, go so, to a show tonight. Put it up before you leave here. Who gives a fuck? Let the YouTube people vote. Whatever. All right. Good point. Now, good point. also, uh, hdbkicksass.com for your Krampus shirts. Support the show on Patreon for your bonus episodes, and we will be back next week. Remember, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Do we have any um, super chats that we didn't read yet? Uh, I think we do. I think we, I think we, we do. We got some ones that were under five. Oh, there's a couple. Happy right. Super Chat Monday, Vinny. Let's get let's get into it before we end the show. All right, Tucker Dixon. I'm sending a super chat for you to read. Two dollars. Thank you, Tucker. Thank you, Tucker. Great. Two faced lied bastard. You two wish you had had Andrew. Don't know what that means. Missed it. Wish we had Andrew. Okay, yeah. To sorry. wish we had an Andrew. Uh, Tucker Dixon, two dollars. Remake that picture for Christmas. We did get that one. Re- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Hey, Carl, where's the Rose video from Cardiff Electric? Yep, working on it, working on it, work in progress. Work I don't progress. believe you. Uh, I actually tracked down the files I need for that, so that's good. Because i got to marry the audio and the video together, and then it'll be a cakewalk after that. Yeah. Purple so, Monkey Dishwasher says, Biggest Creep, Boca Juniors, Vamo, Vamo River Plate. I'm with you. Hey, um, Purple, didn't... Zumok just play at the Boca Black Box again with Don Jameson and uh, Jim Florentine. Oh, please, boy. Re- please report back to us on that. Yeah, and I believe those are all of our uh, Super Chats for this week. So, guys, thank uh, you for the Super Chats. You guys appreciate are it. the best. We love you. We'll be back next week with two new episodes, one for everybody and then one for you, select patrons. Good gear. It's more important to be nice. <laughs> Can I, can, I, can I tell you something as a friend? No, can I tell you something as a friend? You're the shit. You're the shit. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures. Ciao, Bella.